Welcome back to The Word with G right here on ESPN 105.1 The Zone. Greg Leonard here, you there. Happy to have you here along the journey here on a Tuesday, February 16th. And this spot is going to be reserved for softball moving forward here during the season, during the softball season, because we're going to have a very special guest on this time every single Tuesday to talk with you about the Chattanooga State softball program. And joining us now, she is 323 and 90. It's a pretty damn good record in her eight or nine seasons in Chattanooga State. I don't know. It's, it's weird because of COVID last year, probably going into her eighth full season if we don't want to count last year. But the last full season the Chattanooga State Lady Tigers played was in 2019. They went 40 and 10, no big deal. 23 and 5 in conference. They were Region 7 champs as well as TCCAA Region 7 tournament champs. Joining us now is the TCAA Coach of the Year in 2019, Blythe Golden. Blythe, welcome in. How's it going? There we go. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. I didn't have your pot turned on. See, I'm I'm still new at this whole thing. How are you? I'm good. Just trying to stay warm. Oh my goodness, aren't we all with uh with all the snow out there? And um, it, I don't. I, I mean, we don't have any windows here in the studio. Is it still sort of flurrying outside? Yes, it is currently. Oh gosh. All right. Well, stay warm. Hopefully, you guys are supposed to be starting your season tomorrow at Cleveland State. You were supposed to start it last Saturday. That got postponed. Uh, so hopefully we're able to get 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 the the season underway tomorrow at Cleveland State. But again, you told me that you push the game times up and it's going to be mighty cold and what most would say is not softball weather, right? Yes, I would say it's going to be a challenge. Um, but right now, you know, we don't take anything for granted and we just try to go day to day. And if we have the opportunity to play, we're just going to lace it up and dress warm and. Hope for the best. There you go. Love to hear that. Now, before we get into your team and previewing your team and, and talking about some of your girls and whatnot, and I was I was very fortunate enough to, to meet some of them yesterday with doing our, our off the, the diamond segment videos that we're going to be debuting here pretty shortly. I just want the you to tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Where did you play in college? Where did you coach before Chattanooga State? And how did you end up at Chattanooga State? Well, I started my college career, originally I'm from Mariana, Florida, and I started my college career at Gulf Coast State College in Panama City. It's a JUCO program down there. It's about an hour from home. Uh, played my first two years there, and then I had the opportunity to go to Sutton University in Deland, Florida, and um, I played my second two years at Division One school there uh, in the Atlantic Sun Conference. So those were my four playing years when I finished. Playing at Stetson, I was able to go back to Gulf Coast where I started, and I was an assistant coach there for four years while I was there. I received my master's degree. I was working on that online as well as coaching. And then um, I had the opportunity to come up to Chattanooga State in October of 2012. I knew the former coaches uh, here. I'd known them for a long time. I played against them as a player and coached against them when I was back at Gulf Coast and just developed a relationship with them, and when the opportunity presented itself, they uh, they called me and asked me if I'd be interested. And uh, being a Florida girl, playing my whole career in Florida, living in Florida my whole life, um, I'd visited Tennessee, and I'd spent some time up here and really loved the area, and I knew a lot about the program. I knew it was a, a winning program, and I knew the program was very supported by the college, and 
I just thought, you know, what a great opportunity. I love Juco softball, and it was just a way for me to get started. So I gladly accepted, and I've been here ever since. So now is it eight or nine years? I'm starting my ninth season. Gotcha. Okay, so I wasn't sure. I saw it on the website, and then I saw, you know, I I was looking around trying to figure out exactly how long you had been here, but then the COVID year last year, so everything was a little bit uh, screwy, and we are going to talk a little bit about that. Again, Blythe Golden, our guest, Chattanooga State's head softball coach. You mentioned that you just you have a, an affinity and a love for junior college softball. Where does that come from? Does it come from playing it yourself? And what do you love so much about the junior college game, whether it's playing it or even just coaching it? I really think that my, my JUCO experience as a player is what really made me fall in love with the level. I think just there's so much to learn your freshman and sophomore year in college. And I think you really grow not only as a player, but as, you know, a young adult, just figuring out what you want to do in life. And I think it just really shaped me in a way. Uh, we were really successful at my the two years at Gulf Coast. And um, I was able to, you know, compete for a national title my sophomore year. And just the overall experience was one that was unmatched. And, when I left and had the opportunity to go back to all the I just really fell in love with the game again as a coach this time. And I think at this level, there's a lot of opportunity to teach. And I think that's mm-hmm. where I find myself really falling in love with this level. It's, yes, it is a lot of repetition. I have freshmen and sophomores every <laughs> year. But um, just really getting to challenge them and teach them how to play the game at a high level and um, help them grow, I think, the growth is just tremendous those first two years. And obviously, like I think we discussed, it's unfortunate because yeah, at the end of their sophomore year, we finally got them right where we want them. We feel like they're ready, they're mature, they're playing their best softball, and it's time to ship them off to someone else. But I do really enjoy it, and I just love this level for that reason. And just the teaching aspect is a lot of fun, and seeing the light bulb, seeing the growth, um, it's just it's really rewarding for me as a coach. Yeah, it, it is one of the best feelings that you can have being somebody who has coached some kids in the past as well. It is a, a terrific feeling. Now, talking a little bit about, uh, you know, the strange COVID type of year last year, how how difficult was it or strange was it last year kind of gearing up for the year, everything's normal, and then having, and I don't even remember if we talked about this, but I'm, I'm sure we did, but, um, you know, having the season either cut short or not really getting going, I assume that it was just cut short because you must have started last year and then had to stop with COVID and everything along those lines. Uh, just talk a little bit about that last year and then the challenges still dealing with the pandemic this year and having players returning for third seasons and having so many kids come out in the fall and the challenge of recruiting and, and having all of those kids in, in the program. Yeah, I think we were, our season got cut short. We were in our we had just finished our second weekend of conference. We had done all of our preseason tournaments and stuff. So we were rolling and felt really good about the team. And I think the hardest part was that it was so abrupt. I mean, we played one weekend and we were yeah. preparing for our next weekend and we were supposed to go on Friday. And then the day before it's like, boom, we're shut down. And um, it was just really abrupt. I think a lot of things were just, left, you know, left unsaid and, you know, players were gone we didn't see them for months and I think it was a hard pill for them to swallow and us just trying to navigate those waters and figure out you know what exactly is going on here and then we realized that okay this is a for sure thing we're not coming back like the season is officially over and 
you know, it was unfortunate for those sophomores that never got the closure and, just, you know, got to finish their time here. And I was, you know, really sad about that. But then it was we had to change gears and focus more on, okay, so what does next year look like for us? You know, we had high school seniors that weren't playing their spring seasons that had signed to come play for us. And we had kids that had the opportunity to come back that we weren't expecting. And so <laughs> trying to put all those pieces together to figure out what our roster would look like how many people we were going to have, scholarships. I mean, it was just one thing after another. So um, not only trying to manage our roster uh, and get it put in place, then rolling into the fall, being virtually in school, so we're not on campus, what does that look like, all of our procedures and protocols, trying uh, to navigate the waters of a pandemic, keeping our kids safe, because that's first and foremost yep. the most important part of our job right now. And um, and, but still allowing them normalcy to be able to play sports they love and to be able to grow and practice and to make it as normal as possible, I think has been our biggest challenge because for the first time ever, uh, all fall, we didn't play anyone else. We just scrimmaged ourselves. So that was a different look for us. Um, and honestly, this game Wednesday will be our first game of the year against a different opponent. So, um, you know, our girls haven't played against anyone else they've just been competing amongst themselves which i think has made us a lot stronger and um you know we just talk about being able to adapt you know we don't know what tomorrow brings and i think our kids that were on the team last year you know they're not going to take anything for granted because we don't know you know if we'll have another opportunity so i think you know this the team that's able to adapt and just be able to go with the flow and adjust on the fly I think that's going to be the biggest key for us this year but I'm excited to lace them up Wednesday and play somebody else for the first time in over a year hmm. I know that's crazy to say yeah. but um, we're really excited about it Blythe Golden again our guest here Chattanooga State head softball coach and when you guys had all of this time in the fall and then you know in, into the spring-ish winter here now uh, gearing up to the season did you guys find yourself just doing a lot of scrimmaging against each other, or did you take the time to do maybe a lot of individual drills to to hone in on, on particular things and throw a lot of bullpens for your pitchers? As a head coach, how did you kind of navigate that with your team? I think we did a combination. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously we had our individual time. We worked offensively, defensively. Our pitchers got a lot of bullpen time where they could really um, work on their individual needs and improve in areas that they feel like they needed to improve on. But I think our big focus was we need to play as much as possible. So we scrimmaged at least two to three times a week. Um, with our roster being so large this year, when we started out the fall of 28 players, uh, that was that was easy to do because we had enough to fill two teams. So we were constantly getting that yeah. live rep, live action, because you really can't um, replace that. I mean, you having live – game day, live speed. I mean, you just have to have that as much as you possibly can. So that was really our biggest focus since we weren't going to get to play anyone else is to try and get as much live game simulation as we could get in. So when we did get the opportunity to play this spring, uh, we would be prepared. All right, now tell me a little bit about your roster because as you mentioned, you know, 28 kids coming into the fall and, and you, I don't know if you wanted me to say this or not, but I'm going to say it anyways. You didn't have enough jerseys for everybody so you had to get those extra ones <laughs> made up because you didn't have enough to, to, to fill 28 spots and 28 uh, jerseys and whatnot. So 
you had you guys had a lot of kids coming in this year, and it was a different year because, as you're about to tell us, you've got some girls coming back for an unprecedented third year. You have obviously newcomers, transfers, freshmen, all of that. As a head coach, how do you juggle that with telling a kid that you're recruiting, whether it's a transfer, whether it's a freshman trying to come in here from high school, that hey, this is going to be your spot. You know, we anticipate this for you, and you playing this spot this year. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hits and, oh, the starting second baseman or shortstop is coming back, starting first baseman's coming back. Maybe these girls that we anticipated bringing in and coming in and playing right away, they're not getting the opportunity to do that. So as a head coach and a recruiter, how did you go about juggling all of that along with having 28 kids and trying to find uniforms for everybody? Well, I think um, you are right. We did have to order some more uniforms <laughs> because I think if you had ever told me that I would have 28 players on this team, I would say this is crazy. Um, so that was a big focus for our staff at the end of summer. We were like, you know, how are we going to manage a roster of 28 and um, make everyone feel important and like that they have a role and a place on our team. So I think early on, um, and then with our program too, when we recruit, when we recruit players, they understand that they're coming into an environment where they're going to have to compete and they're going to get challenged every day. And we don't shy away from that. That's something that we put on the table early on. So they know that, you know, nothing is given. We play freshmen all the time over, you know, sophomores, et cetera. We're going to play the best that we have. And fortunately for us this year, we're really deep. Because we have 28, we have really talented. But now I think we're at 24, now rolling into the spring um, with a couple red shirts. But, I mean, we're really strong. We're really talented. We're really deep. So I think what we've tried to impress upon our girls is that you never know when your number is going to be called. Everybody's going to have a role. So we've really, really focused on – everybody competing and knowing that any day, any time, their number is going to be called. With COVID, we're COVID testing. We don't know what our roster will look like week to week based on positive cases and things like that. So there's a chance that we could be, you know, missing five, six players going into one week, and there's five or six more that are going to have to step up. So um, we really want to make sure that everybody is prepared for those moments and that everybody feels like they're prepared to contribute in the way that's going to be helpful to the team. So I think that's the way we've been able to manage 28 players. I think they've all bought in. They, they're they really close, and they're a real tight-knit group. So I think that's also helping. The team chemistry is, is great, and I think we just really focus on what our mission is, and our mission is to win and to get to the conference tournament and to win that tournament so we can have a chance to play at the national tournament. And if we keep that in the forefront of our minds and everybody's trying to achieve one common goal and we can celebrate each other's successes, I think it's going to take us – a long way. And I think it's going to take all 24 at some point in time yeah. during the year to make that happen. Hanging with Blythe Golden, head uh, softball coach for Chattanooga State here and previewing a little bit of the season, some of the challenges that they've had to face going into this year with a lot of different players and COVID and everything like that. But now let's get down to the nuts and bolts. Tell us a little bit about this roster that you have, the 24 girls that you have, and talk to us about some of the main players, some of the players that maybe I got an opportunity to talk to yesterday, some of the players that you're expecting big things out of that that are returning and, and, and that are going to be mainstays within your lineup. Uh, the first three girls I'll talk about are our three that came back for a third year. Um, that would be Haley Smith. She's a local kid from Chattanooga, Ashlyn Holland. She's from Fort Payne, Alabama, and then Brianna Vincent, who's from Jasper, so she's local as well. Um, those three, they've been with us now for three years. Um, they've all three been daily starters for us, um, and we're going to lean heavily on them. I, and I think that goes without saying. They both, they all three bring a level of leadership. 
to our team. They're all very talented athletically, obviously. But I think that, you know, for we have never really had the luxury of having that that player in for a third year. So it's almost like we have an upperclassman group for the first yeah. time. And um, I think that, that'll be nice. I think their experience and the things that they've gone through in their last three years will help the younger players. And it has all this fall already. But I think that they'll continue to lead and be very vocal leaders for us and uh, continue to produce like they have been. So those three we're going to look – for a lot um, from, and I think that they're going to they're going to answer the call. They're going to do a good job for us. Uh, pitching wise, we have uh, a pretty large staff. I think softball's trending into a pitching staff now more so than just the one uh, pitcher like it has been years ago. But Sam Ryan is a freshman pitcher of ours from New York. Uh, Sam had a chance to play internationally with a Canadian U19 team. She's a really talented pitcher. Uh, very mature. I think she's gonna. We're gonna really rely on her a lot. She has some of the highest velo out of all of our pitchers. We have a sophomore coming back from last year that got a lot of mound time for it, Lauren Gillespie. Uh, she does a great job. She's being a lefty. Um, she has a great off speed, so she's gonna really compliment Sam. But we have a freshman from Cleveland, Tennessee, Natalie Pruitt. Another freshman from Illinois, Addison Slayback, and then we have sophomore Megan. Ackerman, who pitched some for us last year too, but Meg also is can play the outfield. She can play first. She's a hitter, so she's more of like a utility pitcher for us. And then like a more, uh, she'll be a sophomore pitcher as well out of Knoxville that has had a wonderful fall and is really doing well. So I think we're gonna ask a lot of her too. So I think all of our pitchers are very talented. They all bring something different to the table. Um, we have seven. Taylor Penning would be our seventh. She's, again, like Meg, more of a utility player. We'll pitch some, but it can also play defense for us as well. So I think having seven is a luxury, seven that we can put on the mound and count on to get us out and win us the ball game will be huge. And like I said, with COVID, you never know who you might have available. So I think they're all ready to step up and eager to have that opportunity. Talking at Chattanooga State softball with the head coach, Blythe Golden. And just quickly, I wanted to just – get into a little bit of the staff mentality of softball because I think a lot of people who have followed the game of softball for a while are used to, as you mentioned, seeing just the one or two pitchers and, and those be your go-to arms time and time again. You seem to kind of uh, sort of enjoy the fact that you're going to have a little bit of a staff and you're going to have a lot of different pieces that you can potentially put out there and have confidence in putting in the circle. Why do you like the idea of maybe having a staff and having different options and having a lot of different girls that you can rely upon and feel confident about going into the circle? And, and why do you think that the softball landscape is sort of shifting that way instead of the old way of just having one or two arms go out there and throw all the innings for you? Well, I think as our game has grown, I mean, softball's grown exponentially in the last 10 to 15 years and hitters are better. Um, pitching is better. So I think that as we were starting to realize, you know, as hitters continue to improve and the game continues to grow, that, you know, you need different options as far as pitching. And now that you see softball on TV all the time, and it's televised and we're filming all of our games. Um, scouting reports are out there, you know, and I think the more options that you have, depending on who you're playing, the type of pitching that is more effective in certain situations, having more arms to go to and use in those moments based on scouting reports, and who you're facing, I think that's really important. Uh, for us, we 
like to have as many arms as we can because we don't have to throw the same one or two to our conference opponents all the time. I think that benefits us moving into postseason. If they've only seen our number one or our number two seven innings as opposed to 14 plus, I think we're going to be in a better situation for them to have success against those hitters because they haven't had as much time to face our pitching because we've been able to throw so many different arms at them. Mm -hmm. So I think just longevity of the season and with scouting reports and um, just having a lot more access to technology and just the growth of the game and pitchers getting and pitchers and hitters getting so much better. I think that's why softball has really moved um, into carrying staff as opposed to just leaning on one. And obviously with COVID, that is a huge benefit. And then two, these kids are playing all the time. I mean, now travel ball is not just in the summer. They're playing in the summer. They're playing in the fall. Now they're playing spring ball yeah. as well as their school sports. So they're playing a lot and you know, they're, they're young. They have young bodies that are strong and can do a lot. But, you know, we're talking health, arm care. We, we spend a lot of time in arm care with our pitchers and our position players. But I think just keeping them healthy and not having to ride them so much uh, just allows them to be more successful. They're able to throw when they're fresh and they're not so tired and so sore. I think that's helped a lot, too, with this overall arm care health. Yeah, it is nice to be young and strong comparatively to to you and I, who are a little bit older and maybe not as <laughs> in our prime anymore. <laughs> again, Blythe Gold, <laughs> Blythe Golden, again, our guest here, Chattanooga State softball head coach. Last one for you, Coach. Um, tell us a little bit about your expectations for this season. I know you mentioned you have a, a very veteran staff coming back in terms of, uh, you know, not staff, but lineup and, and roster and things like that. You have some good young pitchers and some good young players that are in the mix here for you. But everybody's going to kind of have that. You know, they're going to have players back from COVID and everything like that. So this situation is not going to be unique to you guys. What are your expectations going into this season with this group? Um, I will tell you that our expectations are really high. And, and they always are. And mm -hmm. I think if I were to tell you any different, I wouldn't be doing my job. <laughs> you know, accordingly, I think we recruit um, in a way that we're able to get kids that we feel like are really talented and kids that are going to thrive in our conference and in our program. Um, we're going to have a lot of veteran leadership. We have a lot of sophomores that have had playing time and experience, but we also have some really talented freshmen that are going to see the lineup really early, as early as tomorrow and in their first college debut. And uh, We expect them to just plug in and do as well as our, our veteran kids. I think offensively we have really high hopes for our team this year. Our lineup is really deep. Uh, we're going to have a lot of options, and we have some kids that can really swing the bat. So I think um, offensively we're looking for our team to put up really good numbers, and um, I look forward to that. But I think coupled with our offense, our pitching is, is strong. It's probably the strongest staff that we've ever had um, from one through seven. I think they, like I said, all bring something different to the table, but they're, they've all been competing really hard and really well. And I think um, just with the depth of our arms on in the circle, and then if we can take care of it offensively and set the tone and the pace for the game, um, I think we could really do do some good things this spring. And I would look for us, obviously. Our, our team goal is always to make it to the national tournament and win our region. So that's been set, and that players know that's the expectation. And we're going to get out there tomorrow and um, get the ball rolling. As you said, it all starts tomorrow at – Cleveland State. You said the first game has moved up to twelve o'clock, and then after that, you, whenever you guys finish, you'll play the second one. Yes. 
There you go. There you go. It starts tomorrow at Cleveland State, and then you guys are back home this weekend. Tell us a little bit about who you're facing uh, this weekend and what times those games are on Saturday. Uh, this weekend we'll be facing Walter State. Um, they're a really tough conference opponent of ours, and there's, it's always a good game when we play them. So we're really excited about that, being able to have that here at home. The game time for Saturday is at 1 and 3 o'clock. Uh, we'll be squaring off then, obviously, weather permitting. If Saturday is not a great day, then we'll be able to move that to Sunday. But um, right now we're scheduled to play Walter State at 1-3 and three on Saturday, and that should be a really a really good matchup. I think it'll tell each of us, Walters and ourselves, a lot about our team. I think they'll be challenged in multiple ways. I'm very, really good offensive team as well. So um, I think pitchers are going to have their work cut out for them on Saturday, for sure, for both teams. But I, I would look for it to be a really solid and a really strong doubleheader. Beautiful. Well, we look forward to start the start of the season, and we look forward to having you on our show here every single Tuesday and keeping up with the Chattanooga State softball team. Again, head coach Blythe Golden has been our guest from the Chattanooga State Lady Tigers softball program. Blythe, enjoy the rest of the day today. Stay warm, and hopefully you guys get a couple of uh, the games in tomorrow and you get a couple of W's, and, and same thing on, uh, on the weekend. Sounds great. Thanks again. No problem, Blythe. Talk to you soon. There she goes, Blythe Golden right here on the word with GK.